you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. We've got to get past week-to-week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure. That is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. Josh Herring with us. He probably has frequented this pulpit as an evangelist more than any other evangelist on the field. He has been, had great influence in the revival that God has brought to this church and to this region here in North Central Indiana. We love and appreciate he and his family so very much. He's going to be coming here in just a moment. If you didn't have an opportunity on Friday night to stop by, Brother Herring has a new release book called Fast Forward. I recommend it to everybody here. This will be your last opportunity for him to be able to sign the book for you. He's going to be at the table right over to my right, right after service. He will be able to sign that. Be sure to stop by, pick up one of these books. If you're interested in a deeper relationship, a deeper walk with God, going further and deeper in God, you need to get this book. It will influence and impact your life. Amen. We are so very honored to have Brother Herring with us this morning. I want him to feel complete freedom in this pulpit today to do what God says. And I know we're ready to receive the word of the Lord. Would you put your hands together and welcome Evangelist Josh Herring. Come and preach to us. We love you. Let's give that hand clap to the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Praise God. Great honor to be with you again today. And what an incredible breakthrough we had on Friday night. And thank you for your hospitality to my family and I. And I give your pastor high honor. I hope you love Pastor and Sister Jordan with all your heart. You're so blessed to have them. Just incredible leaders, incredible giftings, and it's very evident all over the church how they develop leaders. No matter where you start at, when you come to this church, God will elevate you and you will do more than you expected to do. That's because there's a great leader heading the way. So what a blessed atmosphere you're in, and I give him honor. give honor to Brother Tapia. I love you very much. Incredible evangelist on the field for years and now pastoring in Minnesota. Brother Gentry Jordan, who's doing great things on the field also, and will have great things happen today when he goes to preach. I give him honor. Brother Dylan, who I love very much, both these guys, and Spencer, too, love him very much. Appreciate this entire family. I'm so glad to have my wife and children supporting. It's been a long journey of 20 years traveling on the field, and in the next few months, that will be coming to an end. But 
thank you for all you have done for our family and all the support you've given us. Acts chapter 19. Someone's about to get the Holy Ghost today. Praise God. Acts chapter 19, verses 1 through 6. My son Jude and I drove 12 and a half hours here Friday night, Friday during the day, and then we will be driving 12 and a half hours home today. I'm not sure how far your drive is home. I bet you'll beat us. <laughs> but it's going to be a fun time. It came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed to the upper coast, came to Ephesus, finding certain disciples. He said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. He said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. I'm going to preach to you from that question this morning. Have you received the Holy Ghost. Have you received the Holy Ghost? Now, would you turn to one of the neighbors beside you and ask them that question? Have you received the Holy Ghost? Turn to the other neighbor and tell them you really need the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you know who you are. Husband's telling the wife, I've already got it. She said, you didn't have it on the way to church this morning. Oops. Lord Jesus, release the gift of faith right now from the front to the back. I thank you for every person that's in this room by divine appointment. Thank you that you're about to pour out your spirit in this place and fill people with the greatest miracle of all time. I thank you for sins being washed away in the water of baptism in Jesus' name. Thank you for miracles, signs, and wonders that are already among us, waiting for us to tap into what you're already doing. We give you the praise and the glory for what's about to take place in our lives, in this altar call, in Jesus' name. If you love him, would you clap your hands to him one more time? Oh, I feel the gift of faith. Oh. Praise God. You may be seated. When Jesus Christ was about to be born on this earth, the angel announcing him said, you will call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. What could be better than living a life in that time knowing God was with you. Can you imagine being Mary or Joseph, knowing that God was with you in your house for years, literally, physically, in the house? What could be better than walking with him and, and being with him and him being with you, and you get to see 
the miracles that he did. There was 37 written miracles that we know that he did, but we also know that some of those miracles, there were thousands of people healed at one time. The Bible said that if he wrote down all the things Jesus did, all the books in the world could not contain the works that he did. Can you imagine being there? What could be better than God being with you when you were in the graveyard and you thought your brother was going to stay in the tomb, but he said, Lazarus, come forth and you got to watch with your own eyes as Lazarus who was dead four days walked out of a tomb and was completely whole. What could be better than God being with you in the storm and he's telling you come and you walked on the water because he was with you in the storm. What could be better than God being with you in a crowd of 5,000 people when you were hungry and he took a few loaves and a few fish and fed 5,000 people. It would almost appear like nothing could be better than God being with you. But there's one thing better than God being with you, and that's God being in you. There's nothing more powerful than the Spirit of God coming inside of a human being. I'm not satisfied knowing that he's out there somewhere. I'm not satisfied knowing that he's in here somewhere. I want him inside of me. I want him living inside of me. The creator breathing life in my body. That's the most powerful thing in the world when God himself is living inside of you. The most important moment of your life is when the spirit of God comes inside of you. I'm going to be very bold. I hope you don't mind that, but that's how I am. You can know everything about God. If he does not live inside of you, you do not belong to him. You can preach on TV, get all the money you want from everybody, con everybody you want. I promise you that that he does not live inside of you just because you do those things. You have to have something, some kind of evidence that God is on the inside of you. John chapter 3 and verse number 5. John chapter 3 and verse 5. Jesus said to them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You might think you're a Christian, but if the spirit is not inside of you, you do not belong to him. You need his spirit living on the inside of you. Romans chapter 8, verse number 9, if you need more Bible for that. Romans chapter 8, verse 9 says, But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so, be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. You can tell me that you're a pilot. I can believe you. That does not make me your passenger. You can tell me you're a doctor, I can believe you. That does not make me your patient. You can tell me you're a lawyer, I can believe you. That does not make me your client. There has to be action on my part. I've got to get in the plane to be your passenger. I've got to get in the clinic to be your patient. Let me tell you, you can believe God is real, but if he's going to be your God, he's got to get on the inside of you. The spirit of God must be in you. 
the greatest miracle any human being will ever receive is the gift of the Holy Ghost or the Spirit of God coming inside of their body. It's, I know that we go crazy over physical miracles, and we should. If somebody has blind eyes get open and someone gets the Holy Ghost over here, we'll be more excited about the blind eyes being open because we like to see physical miracles. But what's more important is not the blind eyes being open. It's the person getting the Holy Ghost. You can go to hell healthy. You can get the greatest miracle in your body and still be lost. Healing is temporary miracles. But when you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, when you are baptized in the name of Jesus, that is something that takes you from here. So the greatest miracle you'll ever receive is the Spirit of God coming inside. I have seen the dead raised. I have seen blinded eyes healed by the dozens, deaf ears opened by the dozens, cancer disappear by the dozens, all that thing. It's real, and it's exciting to see God do it, and we celebrate as we should when God does those things, but we should not be bored when he's pouring out his spirit on somebody because that's his greatest confirmation that I want to do something in their future. I've got plans for you. I'm building a mansion for you where the streets are made of gold and you're going to live with me forever. That's the greatest miracle of all. Everyone shout, it's for me. Turn to that one neighbor and say, even you. You know, the one that needs it. The Holy Ghost is for everyone. I don't care what background you have, if you were super religious or you were super crazy. I don't care if you've been raised in church all your life or you've been raised in hell all your life. God wants to give you his spirit. Lord, let me preach like I feel it. There's nothing as powerful as the Holy Ghost. Try any drug you want to try. There's still no high like the most high God. I don't care what. You can try meth. You can try cocaine. You can try weed. I don't care what your addiction is. I don't care what alcohol you drink. There is nothing as powerful as the Spirit of God coming inside of you and changing your life. He that drinketh of this water shall thirst again, but he that drinketh of the water I shall give him shall never thirst again. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. This spake he of the Spirit. It's the greatest thing you'll ever receive. I wish I had somebody that'd be real, that's tried drugs and tried Jesus and would admit I found the greatest answer. Drugs cannot compare to what Jesus can do. Somebody praised him because he's a deliverer. Somebody praised him because he got you out, because he made a way where there was no way. Oh, it's in the room. How do I know when I get it, preacher? How do I know? What's the proof that I have it? Do I just feel a certain way? Do I? Well, what's the proof that I know I have his spirit? Let's go back to your Bible. Acts chapter 2 and verse number 4. Acts chapter 2, verse 4. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues.
as the Spirit gave them utterance. Acts chapter 10, verse 45 and verse 46. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished as many as came with Peter because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. How'd they know? Verse 46, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Acts chapter 19, verse number 5 and verse number 6. We read it earlier, but let's do it again. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. In verse 6, when Paul laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. When you get the Holy Ghost, the evidence that you have it, it will come out of your mouth in a different language. You will not be able to control it. It won't be what you speak all the time. It will not be your native dialect. But when it comes out of you, you will know beyond a shadow of a doubt, something has filled me from the inside out. And I know God is living inside of me now. And when you get the Holy Ghost, you get power over every devil that's controlled you, over depression, over addiction, over anxiety, over fear. It doesn't matter what the devil has. The power of the Holy Ghost is greater than anything. Anything. It's the greatest miracle of all. And the devil knows it. Bible said, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. There, you are a different person when you get the Holy Ghost. I don't want to come to church and leave without the Holy Ghost. I don't want to come to church and leave without the Spirit of God filling me or refilling me again. There's nothing as powerful as the confirmation from God that I am living inside of you. And greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Not greater is he that is with me, but greater is he that is in me. I've got to have him in to have power over what's without. I've got to have him on the inside. Because if I can get the fire on the inside, it'll be hotter than the fire I face on the outside. And it's greater than what I'm dealing with. I may have told part of this here before, I don't know, but I've, I've, in the last eight or nine years, I've seen almost 20,000 people get the Holy Ghost here in America. Last year, we just had a crusade, middle of COVID. You talk about a wild deal. We talk about every kind of restriction possible. We rented an arena in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. In that arena <laughs> that night, God filled 326 people <laughs> during COVID. But that wasn't the greatest part of it. That, that service was, was shown online, and people in Mexico were watching. And then that same service in Mexico, God filled 726 people with the gift of the Holy Ghost. It was 2 o'clock in the morning in Spain, but 11 people testified that God came into my house. And I was watching that and filled me with the gift of the Holy Total 1,122 people across the world in one night were filled in COVID. Don't tell me that God's done. In the last day, saith, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh.
I may have told this here, but I feel to tell it again. Somebody's here needs to hear it. And we were having a revival in California a few years ago. People were getting the Holy Ghost. I mean, every it was one of those wild revivals where witches were getting the Holy Ghost. In case you're in here, witches were getting the Holy Ghost. Atheists were getting the Holy Ghost. Muslims were getting the Holy Ghost. Satanists were getting the Holy Ghost. That's always fun when you convert the other team. It every kind of thing happening, every kind of, it was amazing. And, and after one of the services, this, this girl walked up to my wife and I and she said, I just had to come, come see it in person. I said, oh, what, what do you mean? She said, well, I was in prison and I just got released last week. She said, but before I got released, uh, someone from this church brought me a message of you preaching on the Holy Ghost. And she said, I've never been to church in my life. And I'm sitting there in my cell, and the guards let me and my cell might listen to this message on this Holy Ghost. And she said, my name is Crystal. She said, I've never been to church, know nothing, nothing about church. But you said in the message, it doesn't matter who you are, the Holy Ghost is for everyone. I said, that's absolutely right. She said, so I thought, well, maybe that's got to include me too. And she said, at the end of the message, you had everyone repent of their sins. She said, I didn't even know what to do. I just started, re I started praying what you were praying. I started telling God I was sorry for all the things I had done wrong and I would not do them again. I started asking God to forgive me of everything. My cellmate began to repent. And she said, we began to worship God and ask God to forgive us. She said, then you had everyone come to the front. I said, oh, yeah, I remember that. She said, and then you prayed a, a prayer of faith? I said, yeah. She said, and you told everyone to shout hallelujah. I said, yeah. She said, because you said that's the highest praise you can give God. I said, that's exactly right. She said, well, when you said that, we felt awkward, but you said everyone raised your hands, and it was just us in our cell, and we looked at each other, and we raised our hands, and she said, you said, shout hallelujah, and we looked at each other, and we shouted hallelujah, and she said instantly, God filled me and my cellmate with the gift of the Holy Ghost. So I thought that was... And it was an amazing story. And so a year or so later, I'm in Florida preaching a men's conference. And right as I'm getting ready to preach, the Lord said, tell the story about the girl getting the Holy Ghost in prison. And I said, I kind of wanted a, a, a man story, God. You know, men's conference. Dudes. He's like, tell the story. Like, yes, sir. So I tell the story about the, what, what I just told you. That night, 201 men get the Holy Ghost. That was awesome. Praise God. Six months later, a uh, uh, guy walks up to me or calls me, calls me. He said, hey, you don't know me, but I was at that men's service. I said, yeah. He said, I'm the chaplain at a prison near Tampa. He said, I took the CD of that message, went to the prison, and he said there were 17 inmates in the room. I was pushed play and sat down. He said, at the end of the message, when everyone stood up, you had them all stood. He said, I watched all 17 men stand up. He said, I watched all 17 men go to the front of the room. No pulpit, no choir, no platform, just a wall, no preacher. He said, I watched them all repent. And when you prayed the prayer of faith, I watched them all raise their hands. I watched them all shout hallelujah. And I watched all 17 of them be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. 
I said, that is amazing. I've got to tell. They said, don't wait. I'm not done. He said, a few weeks later, we had 18 new inmates come into the place. He said, I thought I'd try it again. I watched all 18 stand, all 18 repent, and all 18 get the Holy Ghost. A few months go by, sitting at Youth Congress, a bunch of thousands of people in the audience. Rashidi Collins, a pastor in Tampa, sits down beside me. He said, bro, you hear about that Holy Ghost revival in the Tampa prison? I said, yeah, 17, and then 18. He said, what? I said, 17, and then 18. He said, that's old news, bro. That was several months ago. You didn't hear about last week? I said, no. He said, last week they took that same CD in there. They pushed play, and God filled 32 people with the gift of, you've come too late to tell me. That God doesn't care about you. I don't care how low you are. I don't care how bound you are. I don't care how bad your past is. I serve a God that sits high but looks low and can pull you out of anything the devil's got you in. Let's stand right now. It's already in the room. All right, turn to, the, turn to the first neighbor and say, have you received the Holy Ghost? Answer the question with a yes or no. If they said no, tell them today's the day. Turn to the other neighbor, you know. You need the Holy Ghost. How do I get it, preacher? What do I, what do I pray? I don't, I don't even know how to pray. I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm overwhelmed. I, I don't even have a clue. I don't even know how to talk to God. Well, let me help you, okay? Because I can't give you the Holy Ghost. Pastor Jordan can't give it to you. Brother Tapia, Brother Gentry, we can't give. But there is a God in this room that will give it to you. Here's how you get the Holy Ghost. I'm just going to give you the, it's quick, five steps to get it. It's, I can't give it to you, but you just follow this step and see what God does. Number one, you got to repent of your sins. What's repentance? It's turning away from sin. It's not, I'm sorry, I keep getting caught. I know you're in here. I'm, keeping, I'm just keeping my eyes closed. That's not repentance. That's apologizing. That's nice, but repentance is, I'm sorry I got caught. I'm so sorry I'm going this way now instead of that way. That's repentance. It's turning around. It's saying, I'm going to make changes I'm going to do things to not go down that road. That's repentance. Number two, you have to desire the Holy Ghost. Everybody in the building can want it. If you don't want it, God, he loves you so much. This is going to sound mean. I don't mean to be mean. He loves you enough to let you go to hell if you're that determined to go. Because he's a gentleman. He will walk right past you if you don't want him and go to somebody that does want him. Be careful calling yourself a Christian, though, if you don't want Christ living inside of you. Number three, you have to focus your mind on God. Not, not, not the game, not where you're going to eat, not the bills, not the stress. Your mind has to be on God. So how do I do that? You can do lots of things. You can think about him on the cross dying for you. He's coming back in the sky to get you. You can think about the miracles he's done, but your mind has to be on how great he is. Why? Because if your mind's on you, you won't get the Holy Ghost. 
Trust me, I've seen too many of too many times where someone's up there, and I'm not trying to make fun, and I'm not making light. But when people are up here, and, and I, I can always tell when their mind's not on God, you know how I can tell? Because they're praying about themselves the whole time. I'm not worthy. I don't deserve it. Please, I'm not worthy, God. I'm a terrible person. God, God, please. Get, and your mind's on how bad you are. Can I just help you? We're all bad. Oh, yeah. I don't care how long her dress is, how great his worship is. If it had not been for the mercy of God, every single one of us in this room would be lost. I hope that's okay. I'm just being real. Number four, you have to have faith that you're going to get it today. What's that mean? That means faith is simply this. Faith is I'm not leaving without it. Not I, Let's see what happens. That's not faith. Faith is I'm not leaving with that. Like, the, like in Palm Bay, Florida, when the, the guy came down to the altar and everybody prayed for the Holy Ghost. They all got it. They all got baptized. Church ended. He was still praying, about 21 years old. And uh, I think his name was Dante. He was praying and he was seeking it. They turned the lights off. They left. He's still praying. And then he gets it an hour later. And I said, dude. That's some serious determination. He said, bro, I'm in a gang in New York City, and my best friend was murdered Thursday, and they put a hit out for me. And I've never been to church in my life, and my family flew me to Florida and said, God can help you. And I said, if he's real, I'm not leaving here without that stuff in me. That's, then he said, baptize me right now, homie. And we baptized him in Jesus' name. Don't tell me. Don't tell me God can't get you. Don't tell me God doesn't care about you. Don't tell me God doesn't see you where you are right now. That's faith. I got too much hell going on to leave here without him. I need him. And there's the biggest, the most important key to getting the Holy Ghost. Ready? You have to worship God with your own mouth. You're not going to speak in tongues if you refuse to speak to him. It doesn't matter how much faith Brother Gentry has when he prays for you. If, he does, if you don't speak to God, you're not going to speak in tongues. And if God can feel Kevin, 34 years old, in Atlanta, Georgia, homeless for 20 years on the streets, who had, was born without a tongue, and in front of 200 people, began to speak with other tongues, with no tongue in his mouth. Don't tell me that God cannot give you the Holy Ghost in this. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask Pastor Jordan, Brother Gentry, Brother Dylan, Brother Tapia, you don't mind coming up here. I'm going to ask the ministry to come up here on this platform, Brother Lytle. And we're going to repent of our sins in a moment. And here's the thing about repentance. I'm going to ask Pastor Jordan to lead us from the top down. We have to repent for ourselves. Ladies, gentlemen, it does no good for you to repent for me. You didn't do the sins I've done. So you might mean well and say, God, forgive him. I repent for him. But I've got to repent for myself. So you've got to repent for you. So you, if you don't know what to pray, you can pray the words the preacher's praying. But you need to mean them from your heart, not your head. You've got to mean what you're saying. You've got to tell the Lord, I, I repent for what I've done wrong. He 
can't just skip over that and get the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission or the removal, the erasing of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You have to repent. And after you repent, I'll pray that prayer of faith I told you about. And that prayer of faith is just me taking all of my faith and just dumping it out right here. And all these preachers taking all their faith and just dumping it out with you. And I'll tell you to shout hallelujah. And you'll raise your hands and start worshiping God. And some of you, as soon as you start to say hallelujah, words are going to come out of your mouth that don't make any sense at all. Don't let them, don't stop them, just let them flow out of your mouth. Some of it may take a few moments, but you just keep worshiping God. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Whatever comes to your mind, you just let it out of your mouth and let the Spirit of God come inside of you and fill you with His presence so powerfully. you're not used to this, but this is how we do. I'd like you to all come to the front right now. So would you would you talk to those two neighbors right now? You've been talking to all service, all through my preaching, and you ask them to come to the front with you right now. Would you bring them to the front? Come stand up here. Don't pray yet. Just come stand. Like Pastor said, we're a family. Just a bunch of friends. Let's all, let's all come up here together so nobody's by themselves. This will be the greatest moment greatest miracle of your life. There's plenty of room up front here. I don't bite, I promise. You want to come closer? Some of you think I must. I don't. Come on up. God's about to fill somebody with the gift of the Holy Ghost today. But before he does, let's all repent of our sins. People are coming to the front. Sit, make plenty of room. Get as close as you can. People are coming up behind you. Fire's going to fall right in here, guys. Thank you. You know what's awesome about the Holy Ghost? When it comes out in a crowd like this, it splashes. I will pour out of my spirit. When God pours something out, the vessel can't keep it in. It just starts so one can get it over here and then one over here and then one over there. And one. That's why it's awesome in a crowd like this when people need the Holy Ghost because it starts splashing all over the room. Before we pray for the Holy Ghost, let's all repent of our sins. Let's follow pastor's instruction, and let's pray together. You pray for you. I'll pray for me. Pastor, lead the prayer. Lift your hands as a sign of surrender unto the Lord. And your spirit right now wants you to release everything from your past. God, right now, I want you to pray with me in your own words. If you, if you can't find words, you can repeat after me, but say it in your own words. Let it be your repentant prayer. Lord Jesus, right now I come before you. I open my heart to you. Lord, much like David, you know who I am. You know every sin of my past. You know what I have done. God, you know the life I have to walk away from. You know the commitment that I need to make in my life right now, Lord. I release every sin. I release all the guilt that is associated with that sin. I put it into your hands. I ask you to forgive me, Lord. 
Lord, let your spirit wash me and cleanse me and make me new again. Lord, let me be born again today. Lord, let me walk from this place a new creature. God, I repent of everything that I ever said, everything I have ever thought, every evil deed, every work, Lord, that is not like you. I repent of it right now. Forgive me. It's all right now. If you're, if, if, Just say it in your own words now. Just repent. <laughs> oh, God, forgive me. He's faithful and just to forgive. Go ahead. Speak it out loud. Don't just do it silently. Lift your voice all over the room. All over the room. Lift your voice. God, I refute the person I have been. I reject the person I have been. I repent. I want to be made clean. I want to be made new. Lord, forgive me. I release it to you. I turn it over to you. Now, if the Lord's forgiven you, and he has, would you clap your hands and thank him for forgiving you right now? Come on, you have no right to hold it. If God's forgiving it, let it go. Forgive yourself right now. If I could have your attention one last time before we pray the prayer of faith. I, up here, I can't tell if somebody over there gets the Holy Ghost and they start over here. I, I mean, if I get down there, I can tell. But right here, I can't tell. So here's where I need your help. Everybody in this church is an altar worker. You've asked the person beside you if they need the Holy Ghost or not. They already have it. Then that's not the one you're praying with. But there's people that need the Holy Ghost. As you're praying with them, and I pray the prayer of faith, I want you to be getting ready to lay hands on them. And when they start to speak in tongues, as soon as you see it come out of their mouth and you hear it, here's how you can tell me so I can tell everybody else, okay? I'll be looking for you. If you just throw your thumb in the air. I know it's not spiritual, trust me. It's just communication, okay? That's just how I communicate. I'm very simple. I'm a very simple person. If you just throw your thumb in the air, that will tell me this person just got the Holy Ghost. And I can share the news with everyone that's still seeking that someone else just got the Holy Ghost. Does that make sense? I know it sounds simple, but I, when you get shot at for stuff, you just, I'm just trying to make it, just trying to be real. And these preachers are going to stretch forth their hands, and, and we're going to raise our hands, and then they're going to invade the audience, and they're going to lay hands on you. And God's going to fill several people with the gift of the Holy Ghost right now. And if you need to be washed in baptism and have your sins washed away, we'll do that also. In the name of Jesus. Would you raise your hands right now? CLC, get ready to pray for somebody. Get your faith out, everybody. By the authority of the Word of God and by the power that's in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the anointing that's upon us to preach the gospel, in the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. In Jesus' name, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Would you shout hallelujah? Now lay your hands on them and begin to pray and receive the Holy Ghost right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive the Holy Ghost. Number one, just got the Holy Ghost right here. Number two, number two, number three, just got the Holy Ghost. 
Number four, it's got the Holy Ghost. Number five, just got the Holy Ghost right here. Number six, just got the Holy Ghost. Number seven, just got the Holy Ghost. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Seven people have already received the Holy Ghost. Who's going to be next? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's it, Bubba. Let that tongue go now. Let that tongue go now. There you go, dude. It's there. Number eight. It's got the Holy Ghost. Number eight. It's got the Holy Ghost. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Who's going to be next? Who's going to be next? Let that tongue go out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. This spanky of the Spirit. We have eight so far that have been filled with the Holy Ghost. At least eight people. Let me know when they get it. Let me know when they get it. At least eight people filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Someone else is about to get it. Someone else is about to get it. Someone else is about to get it. It's all over him. It's all over him. You've already had eight people. Let me know when they get it. Let me know when they speak in tongues. In Jesus' name. You can be delivered from every stronghold, every drug, every spirit. That's it, bro. This guy's praying hard. That's it, dude. Come on. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Who will be number nine? Who will be number nine? In the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Let it rain in Frankfurt. 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 Let the Holy Ghost fall on you right now. Let it roll out of your mouth. Don't worry about what it sounds like. Don't worry about what it sounds like. Just let it go. Let it go. There's a great breakthrough in here. There's a divine breakthrough in here. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's it. Come on, dude. There it is. There it is. Come on, there it is. Come on, bro. That's not that doesn't make any sense. There you go. That's it. Come on, dude. You're there. You're there. You're there. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Receive the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Receive the Holy Ghost. Come on, dude. Come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Dude, you're there. Come on, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, right? In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. At least eight that I know of have been filled with the Holy Ghost. I may have missed more, but at least eight have been filled with the Holy Ghost. We've been praying, what, three minutes? 
Four minutes. That's a sign God's in the room. Come on, go after it right now. Like Bartimaeus, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Someone's about to pray through. Someone's about to pray through. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Receive the Holy Ghost. There you go. There you go. She spoke in tongues. That's number nine right here. Number nine. Number nine. In the name of Jesus. God's not done. God's not done. God's not done. Another one being refilled with the Holy Ghost. Nine filled, one refilled. God's doing it right now. God's doing it right now. God's doing it. God's doing it. God's doing it. Come on. Baptize me with the Holy Ghost. Baptize me with the Holy Ghost and fire. Yes, yes, I counted her. Yes, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, Chad, pray him through. Come on. That's it. Speak it out, Bubba. Speak it out. In the name of Jesus, let that tongue flow. Let it flow out of your mouth like rivers of living water. It's time to get free from your addiction. It's time to get free from your past. It's time to get free from the stronghold that you can't break out of on your own. There's a God with authority and dominion over everything that you're dealing with. Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Who will be number 10? Who will be number 10? Who will be number 10? In the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. That's That's it. He's close. He's close. He's close. Several people on the verge right now. Several people on the verge right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In 
the name of Jesus. Come on, Holy Ghost. Come on, Holy Ghost. Come on, Holy Ghost. Get everybody. Get everybody. Get everybody. In the name of Jesus, at least 10 people filled with the Holy Ghost. any other way you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ nowhere in the Bible is anyone baptized in the Father Son Holy Ghost Jesus is the name of the Father Jesus is the name of the Son Jesus is the name of the Holy Ghost there's one Lord one faith one baptism one God and Father of all who's above all through all and in you all I am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the Father but by me. 
I and my Father are one, Jesus said. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. The Bible said, Thou believest there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. There's only one God. His name's above every name. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. It's the only name that washes away sin. It's the name that saves. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's it. That's it. If you need to be baptized, come on, let's do it. Let's wash away all those sins, all those iniquities, all those things that the devils have power in your life over. Let's get those under the name of Jesus, covered by the blood. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. At least 11 people filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. People going to be baptized. Find Brother Dylan, raise your hand over there if you want to be baptized. They're going to take people out to get changed. People are going to be baptized in Jesus' name. God's moving. standing next to somebody, I want you to ask them, have you ever been baptized in Jesus' name? Come on, ask them. Everybody asking somebody. 
Have you ever been baptized in Jesus' name? And do you want to get baptized today? Today. Ask them, do you want to get baptized today? We have, we have clothes, towels, everything that you need. No excuses today. Do you want to be baptized? If anybody wants to be baptized, anybody want to be baptized today? There's already some getting ready to be baptized. Do you want to join them? You want to join them? All right, while they're getting baptized, here's what we're going to do. Some may say, I have already received the baptism of the Holy Ghost in times past. But the Bible said that times of refreshing shall come. I want you to say that with me. Times of refreshing shall come. We're going to pray a prayer right now, and times of refreshing are going to come. If it's been a while since you have been filled with the Holy Ghost, there can be a fresh touch of the God, a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost in your life right now. Everybody in the building, lift up your hands and ask the Lord. God, let that time of refreshing be right now. Come on, pray that prayer out loud. Lift up your voice. Hallelujah. Come on, ask him for it right now. Lord, I pray right now that times of refreshing begins to fall in this house. Lord, every person that it has been a while since they have felt a fresh flow of the Holy Ghost, Lord, I pray that it would begin to fall upon them right now. In the name of Jesus, let there be a rebirth today. Let there be a fresh fire burn. Let there be fresh tongues fall upon every person in this room. Let it come now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now everybody begin to thank God for it because it comes in your praise. Come on, lift your voice and magnify the Lord all over the room. Come on, give him sustained praise right now. Get your focus off of you. Get your focus on the Lord right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, put some energy into it. Put some passion into your praise. Come on, magnify him. That time of refreshing can come for somebody. There can be renewal. There can be restoration. There can be refreshing come right now. Ha! Yes, yes, yes. God's not finished. The Holy Ghost is still falling. People are being refreshed and renewed. Come on, CLC, create an atmosphere in this house right now. Just 